0: Welcome back ladies and gentlemen This is The Sleazy Podcast I'm your host Sleazy here And we are about to talk about some Awesome shit That's all I'm gonna say Awesome shit But before we get into the awesome shit I'm joined by the man The myth The legend Mr. P.B.S. Kyle. Tell him. Em, tell em. Howdy. There there, we go. Get that applause. They love you. They love you, my friend. Somebody has to. They have to. And we're also joined by Robzilla, who was talking before he got introduced. Who what? does that? This Rob guy Zilla does. Rob does. You're, What's up? You are so rude, dude. Oh, Inpart- uh, whatever. Impartner. You just ruined Kyle's whole opening there. He's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm devastated.
1: I can tell the sadness in your eyes. I mean,
0: I'm devastated. Aww. People are really sad about that. I just got extra sad to listening to that. Yeah. yeah, that one was kind of lame, but mm. it felt worthy enough to throw in there. Oh yeah. So, how was everybody's week? Long and busy, but we're, we're actually it's pretty good. We're actually recording the night earlier, but people won't hear it until we release it tomorrow. I'm, I'm normally I would release it early but I'm gonna release it on schedule because it really doesn't matter Kyle how was your week just
2: just fine and dandy tell me how you're feeling uh drained <laughs> I had one of those had one of those naps today you know where like you wake up you're not sure like what year it is or where you are <laughs> you're like dehydrated and hungry but at the same I time you can't, you can't roll over from your nap
0: i I did that yesterday like I've had uh like pressure headaches all week mm-hmm. from you know this rain and you know, the change of the weather. And I went home yesterday and I took a nap and I, I did that, you know, I woke up just like that and I'm like thinking it's like 10 o'clock at night and it was really like eight. Like
2: You'd been asleep for like 30 minutes. Yeah. But it felt like all
0: night. Yeah. It felt like I'd been asleep for like hours. That's the worst feeling too. And then, you know, I just woke up and I was like, well, I'm not cooking. It's eight o'clock and I'm not leaving the house either. It's eight o'clock <laughs> and I made a bowl of cereal and, I watched uh, all of Magnum PI for the past two weeks. I'm, I'm 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 digging
1: it. It's pretty good so far. Oh yeah, I haven't watched it so because you're a loser. Yeah, whatever. I've been watching Manifest
0: instead. So yeah, how is that? I've, I'm not. It's
1: good. Me. I haven't watched it this week's episode, but it's it's
0: really good. I'm curious where they're gonna go with it. So, but yeah, I ate that bowl of cereal, watched Magnum PI, and I went right back to sleep. So, <laughs> <Some> well, people- <laughs> not, I, I did turn a movie on to kind of
2: help me go to sleep. Did you, Did you take any Ambien?
0: no i didn't take any ambien
2: because because uh, you know if you get some uh, racist tweets or anything i'll just assume you were taking some ambien yeah, yeah. that's the go-to excuse if you're racist mm-hmm. Yeah, it is i took ambien i'm sorry
0: please well, forgive me for everything like like ambien could be the official sponsor of the next clan meeting yeah <laughs> it should be we've we've just been taking ambien for all these years sorry ambien
2: we're groggy all right well oh, that's we didn't excuse, know they didn't so. like be, being called that word
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do wake
2: up groggy on that, but there's no excuse for I it. I mean, I, I saw Rob, Rob Dilla take some uh, Ambien once, and he burned across in somebody's yard. Yeah, so, oh my god! I gosh. mean, it, it happens. I'm that big of a racist, you know. You are you You're are kind a racist, of racist, Rob. You were just on Ambien. I hate everybody equally, so it's okay.
0: So uh, last week we talked about Venom, and we felt the need to do like a Venom review this week, and there's a lot of. Uh, Let's see uh, divide between the critics and the people actually seeing the movie, um, just casual people and fans overall. Uh, so Kyle, why don't you go ahead and like lead us into this recap?
2: You know, part of the reason we kind of wanted a recap is because we were we talked about it on the last show that you know the critics were kind of really hating on it, and you know, to be fair, you know it's not like some Oscar-winning movie or anything like that. They were really shitting on it. They wanted it to have the Christopher Nolan type, right?
0: Uh, script and production overall.
2: Yeah. But like I said, we all enjoyed it. Everybody in the theater we were with seemed to enjoy it. And I've had people ask me since then because they were wondering like how how we thought it was for the critics. I'm like, it was good. And I've had people tell me, a lot of people are saying that despite all the bad reviews. But uh, like I said, we shared an article uh, somewhere in the last week about Venoms made over $200 worldwide, about $100 domestic. Yes. On a $100 million budget. Course, you know, they don't report their uh uh advertising budget right. anymore. And you yeah, know that you was can, probably you
0: can kinda guess like what they're they're doing with uh, the, the and a, in a lot of
2: cases you can just uh double the production budget sometimes. Yeah. So I don't know how much money Venom's actually made at this point, but I, I think I think I'm hoping we're gonna get a sequel. I, I think we will. I mean I
0: think the I mean obviously I think a lot of the success of movies is based on uh, you know, the foreign numbers. Mm. And obviously the domestic numbers real big. That you know, they always say you want to hit the budget domestically.
2: And I think the last time I heard uh, the numbers, it hadn't even opened in China yet. So, yeah, you know,
0: so that's the big that, that's
2: a billion people there. Unless right? unless you're
0: opening a Power Rangers movie there. Yeah.
2: But uh like I said, I think I double checked the Rotten Tomato score. The critic score was in the thirties still, but the uh the audience score was almost up to ninety. So I think I think people are going to the movie and I think they're enjoying it. And uh, you know As they should. It's yeah. a it's a fun, fun, fun kind of weird and different
1: well i think a lot of people are saying like oh well you know i think a lot of people are asking people well, what do you think about I'm like oh it's awesome I'm like well i heard it's horrible I'm like you go check it out and they're like well oh, i'll go check it out and then they're surprised by it um but like you said it's been like almost 90 percent on user score for you know for audience i mean and plus it's made over 200 million 200 million dollars so it really can't
0: be that bad of a movie. is it up to 90 percent on user score
1: uh, just about, Rotten I
0: think it's like eighty nine. Mm. Wow, that's really good. Yeah. I mean, if you're an actor or a director or even the studio, you have to be really proud of that. Mm-hmm. As you know, especially since Warner Brother owns Rotten Tomatoes yeah. and they they sabotage movies. Well,
1: especially since you know they're giving Venom his own standalone movie, and you have to create something with that and not without Spider Man as well, which a lot of people were. Yeah, this about. was a
0: very daunting task for them. I'll say that. I said it last week. You know. They don't have Spider-Man and, you know, in every origin of Venom just about, Spider-Man is a big part of making Eddie Brock and Venom.
2: Well, he is Venom. You know, Venom is Spider-Man's Joker in yeah. a way, you know? I mean, yeah. That's sort of why they exist to be the opposites. Is is he really or is the Green Goblin kind
0: of like Spider-Man's Joker? Well, I mean, uh, Spider-Man obviously, I don't think has a Joker, kind of like Batman and Joker. I think Spider-Man might have more villains than Batman.
2: He might have more known villains. You know, yeah. everybody goes, you know, Joker, Penguin, Bat, uh, uh, Poison, and that kind of thing. And
1: Two-Face, yeah. yeah.
2: But, I mean, he's got, like, Calendar Man and all these, Firefly and all these little ones. And I think maybe people just know uh, Spider-Man's rogues gallery a little better because it's more mainstream. So Venom
0: did actually really well domestically. Mm. That's really good for, you know, was it a week? Mm-hmm. Think, we on, I mean this 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 is heading we're not even this will be the second weekend we're coming up yeah so so right now not even going into the second week it is a hundred and two million domestically and then another 127 million uh foreign I'll so, be I'll be curious to see its
2: second weekend so it's done
0: many. 230 it's do, it, 229 million nine hundred and ninety thousand uh, <laughs> eight hundred seventy three yeah. so it's 230 million.
1: And you said, "He said China hasn't opened it up yet. Correct?
0: Last I
2: heard, okay. But yeah, China, I, I don't, don't. I'm not certain if that's still the case, but I don't
0: see it on here
2: being opened yet. So I'm looking. I don't. I don't see it. But, but I think. It, I think it really kind of needs to double those numbers to really make some money. Mm. But at the same time, it, it's definitely it's not a bomb or anything. Well, you know, what it, did
0: was it one of the Captain Americas made a uh, um." What was it, seven hundred million or something mm-hmm. like that? So That'd I mean, be, I, I guess if Winter you Soldier. hit that, yeah, it was like Winter Soldier. I guess if you come near like the four hundred mark, it's successful.
2: Well, like I said, we, we've talked about it. You know, most of the, most, especially these, for this not being a main superhero. Yeah, most of these movies are hundred million dollar movies, and that's just their production budget. Like I so said, sometimes you got to double, maybe even triple that to get the whole budget. So you have to make. On a lot of these move like really million, million, just to break even. Really,
1: yeah. And they get any kind of sequel or any kind of if you are trying to build a franchise, I off think of it.
0: these numbers right now and the positive feedback they're getting from the people mm. is enough for them to go forward with a sequel. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, listen, they made a sequel from that first Amazing Spider Man. There
2: is no reason why this shouldn't get a, a sequel, right?
0: So, I really,
2: I really want to see what if it does good second weekend numbers.
0: Because
2: right. I've, I've, I anybody, think it, I think it will. Anybody who's asked me, I've been telling me, yeah, I think it's fine. Go see it. It's not, you know, I think uh, with the buzz before, everybody was really kind of expecting it to be a bomb with it not being rated R and whatever issues there might have been. But it's been fine.
1: Yeah, and I've seen that y'all watch like YouTube and reviews too, and they have a lot of the same issues that we talked about, uh, some of the stuff, and then some of the, you know, after credit scenes about some stuff. But, I mean, it's relatively the same thing, you know, in regards to that. And there's some people who just hate it for whatever reason. You know what?
0: The next time somebody asks you how it was you say you listen to the sleazy fucking podcast that's
2: what i said say didn't you listen didn't you listen to sleazy
0: listen to sleazy and you'll find out if it's good or not how's you, that sound and then you walk away yeah that's it then you just throw down whatever you have and just walk away
2: yeah <laughs> so that's how that's gonna go
0: yeah well
2: we just uh we wanted to talk about that a little bit we're i think we're gonna we're trying to champion venom here
0: just because it's a little different yeah venom is venom I liked it, man. It was one of the better movies that I've seen in a while. So what we're saying is, you need to go see Venom and and just listen to us and just go see it. And, you know, kind of piggybacking off of comic book movies here, we got some news uh, today, wasn't it? Or was it yesterday that James Gunn is set to write the script and possibly just possibly direct Suicide Squad 2. I believe we we see that news yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Like if you were, if you You're were so lean back and chill. Like I, I don't know, I know. if I should take you seriously. Or... I, it's it's fifty fifty. So did you smoke a joint before you got in that chair? I wish, because it's looking like you did, sir. I toke it up. So then, you want to get high? Let's get high.
1: But like we, you, we have a visitor, some,
2: some Chelsea back there. I was wondering yeah. what
1: the hell. I I felt something near
2: me. <laughs> giant giant rat dog. Yeah, giant
0: rat dog. Yeah. So. It's a senior citizen. Please don't make fun of her. <laughs> you don't mess with old people.
2: Yes. I always tell them, yeah, you got to be careful with that because you know somebody up there said, "I'm going to get you if the last thing if it's the last thing I do." <laughs> right? Yeah, they might be getting pretty close to the last thing. they're Yep. Do. <laughs>
0: yep. No doubt. So, this is big news for DC to to land a successful comic book director screenwriter. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's from Marvel. From Marvel, you know, he, and. I don't think they give a shit about him making pedophilia, pedophilia jokes, and that was well. Uh, how many years and that's ago? That's the key, isn't it? Yeah. Jokes, yeah, they were jokes. jokes. I, and, ten years uh, ago or something like that. I honestly think that Disney shouldn't have fired him. I think that they should have just pulled him to the side and said, made him do some PR thing, and
2: well, and the thing is, he'd already done all that. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, you know, and, they, he addressed it before.
0: He deleted a, a ten thousand tweets or something like that. It was all just. And, it was a political
2: thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean. These people they, they its the PC culture we live in. Every everybody's gotta disappear that makes a mistake. And that's wrong, you know, because no one would get to where they are if they didn't make a mistake at some point.
2: Look at look at Rob Zilla. Yeah, his makes, life is full of mistakes. He is he is a mistake. But yet I'm
0: so perfect in my own way. But he no. keeps he keeps on trucking, man. He <laughs> keep that there you go, he keeps on trucking. He keeps on trucking. Yeah, he shows mo- up to work every day. I keep moving forward. Even though they, they know, they're like, man, we're going to fuck Rob over big time today because he's going to mess up. And they're like, oh, hey, Rob, how are you doing today? I can't I'm wait. i fine. Thanks. I can't wait to screw Rob over. That's what, you know, they, they're thinking. That's everybody's plot against me. Like, that's going to make my day. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like if I work with you, that's what be every day, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, it's fun working with Kyle. Oh, I bet it is. He stops you and talks to you for like 30 minutes at a time. I know. So we're you not, only work happen. like three hours out of the day. If I'm lucky. And that's that's if he leaves early. So I bet you your productivity has increased a lot since we stopped working together. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. You
0: got nobody to talk to shit yeah. about, so you have to work. Yeah.
2: Keeps but me keeps me on task. I, I just I think this is a home run for uh you know, if you Warner were DC, Brothers. like if you were the head of DC, wouldn't you hand uh James Gunn a blank check and be like, here, do whatever you want. Yeah, make suicide squad awesome. You know, not even just suicide, just do anything. Yeah. You know? You know, this
0: is really... uh Well, and here's the thing. If this movie really takes off and it's much better, because let's face it, Suicide Squad 2 wasn't the greatest. It had its problems. It was chopped up. I didn't think it was terrible. But a lot of people hated it, yeah. you know. just like they, they love to hate on movies because they expect them to be on the same par as the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: Well, let's just get something straight, too. People hate on DC because they're Marvel fanboys. And they straight hate yeah. it just because it's just DC. But like you said, it wasn't a great movie, but I thought it was awesome and, and great. I mean, just a, a really entertaining movie.
0: Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I like the characters. I like who they casted. And people can say what they want to say about Jared Leto's uh, Joker. But I liked it. I thought it was cool. I mean, the tattoos went a little too far, but... See, I was iffy about even, it. Even
2: David Ayer, I think he took ready. Like, yeah, I, I did the damage tattoo. I, yeah, the damage tattoo. I think he even was... said, I might have went a little overboard on that one. Maybe yeah. they can
0: just, like, push him into some acne acid. Yeah. And yeah. It just, acid like remo- wash it off. Yeah, it removes all of his uh, tattoos. Yeah. And then he's good to go, you know. He's ready to go. But, I mean, we know that they like those characters that enough that they're willing to invest in more movies with them. So... I mean, I think if you give some a talented screenwriter and director like James Gunn, he's going to turn this thing around.
1: And you let him do his thing. Yeah. Well, they're not. They're not going to challenge. Yeah. Him. But That's, then, how, and how great would it be that you know, Marvel oh, Disney fires him, and then he goes to DC and yeah. then makes a whole. Well, I great think it'd be. I think movies. it'd be really
2: cool if he took some shots at DC. I don't know. You know, I don't know if he'd want to do that because I'm sure he'd like to work with Marvel or DC or or Disney again. But wouldn't that be great if he really kind of took some of it out? Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be, you know, uh, uh, I think Joss Whedon's the only one who's gone in between Marvel and DC so far. Yeah, well, and they kind of called him in to help finish. Yeah, well, they, help they needed help. But wouldn't it be great if this was, like, the first, like, really kind of, like, shot across the bow? James Gunn really does, like, makes fun of them somehow. I thought it would be great if, you know, you know the cast was really sort of vehement against him getting fired oh yeah especially like batista batista you see where he's like sign me up for suicide and Squad wouldn't, wouldn't that be great if like uh chris pratt and, and batista uh, showed up in suicide squad yeah 2 somehow. And they had some sort of crossover even if it was just some little cameo you know or some character who was supposed to be their characters you know
1: that'd be really fun
2: yeah that would be that would be awesome i think that that would be a real you know uh sort of throwback to the old marvel versus dc stuff that used to happen and you know he's
0: going to put humor in it because okay.
2: James Gunn is a humorous
0: dude and he, it, it comes over in his style of directing and um, you know his writing, his script writing. I mean, the guy had uh, Richard Christie from Howard Stern as one of his extras <laughs> in uh, The Last uh, um, What's that movie called? Um, you know what I'm talking about, with Chris Pratt and all of them. I'm having a brain fart here. The yeah, the Guardian. Yeah, Gar- thanks. Guardians Why did it take galaxy? you guys so long to answer? Well, that? I was just like I, waiting. I, I th- yeah. Jesus Christ! I couldn't, I couldn't believe you couldn't remember Guardian of the Galaxy. Ah, dude, it's I, we've all worked today, and I'm tired. Yeah. But yeah, I ambient. just couldn't. I was like, I, I was like, G starts with a G. <laughs> Can't figure it out. Brains going empty.
1: And with his writing too, like he, like you say, he does comedy, but it's not. It's not over the top. It's actually funny because it's subtle and it's not. Sleeping. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. good humor.
0: I like his style. I think he's going to do fine with this script. And, I, you know, I, before I really didn't care about a Suicide Squad 2, but now I'm all in for it. Yeah. Because, I mean, I like everybody that was casted in Suicide Squad. So, I mean, this will be cool. And uh, I'm really interested to see how much better he can make it.
2: I mean, I think he will. And, of course, that leaves open what that's going to happen with Guardians 3. Yeah, I heard last that they were going to use his script. And I heard at some point they weren't, and then they will, and then some of the cast kind of doesn't even want to come back because he's not going to be involved or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they need to just,
0: they just really fucked up with that. I mean, yeah. they should have just, you know, had him take a, a class or something and you know, say, it. hey, we're working to make James a better person. And that's the thing. Just because somebody makes a mistake doesn't mean you, you get rid of them and throw them in the bottom of the earth. Mm-hmm. And make sure they're never seen or heard from mm-hmm. again. You know, people make mistakes. They say things sometimes. Some, and, sometimes you make mistakes and you end up on the Supreme Court. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I mean, sometimes you take Ambien and you make racist tweets. And then they kill you off on your own show, but that's okay. Yeah, they, they kill you off on your own bread and butter. <laughs> that's got to be... She's got to feel like shit. <laughs> she probably deserves it. She really does. But Yeah, that old racist bitch. <laughs> Roseanne. I'm trapped. But anyway, I was on ambient. Yeah, yeah. She, she was on ambient, so it's all cool. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. She didn't mean it. No, she didn't. Um, so Kyle and I we had a big day Sunday. We didn't hang out or anything. No. But the new season of Doctor Who premiered.
2: I didn't know it premiered so early. I know. I, I, you I caught me off guard when you said you weren't watching. I'm like, what is this guy doing?
0: It was <laughs> Sunday.
2: I figured maybe you were watching some football or something. Because yes. BBC did simulcast it at like one in the afternoon. Yeah, I didn't. I The last I had heard is that it was going
0: to be on Sundays at like eight. And I was like, oh, well, I, I always have my DVR set to record Doctor Who. It mm-hmm. records Doctor Who in the middle of the summer on days it's not even on. So I'm like, well, it's going to record. And I just was watching NFL Red Zone and eating lunch. And I scroll on Facebook and Kyle's like, that was a damn fine episode. It was a damn fine episode. And uh I was like, Oh, I'm kinda bummed I missed it. So as soon as the four o'clock game started, I turned it on, I think. Or I, I turned it on later than that, probably like six. Um yeah, it, it was okay. I don't think it was look, I don't think it was the best um first doctor episode. What do you, what do you think is the best first doctor episode?
3: Mm,
2: you know, maybe tenets or Matt Smith's. I, I really can't remember much of Matt Smith, I, I actually caught a piece of it the other day on TV. For some reason, I couldn't remember too much about it, where he first meets Amy, and then he comes back, and she's the cop, and the cracks in the wall, and all that. Yeah. And Tenet's with the, uh, I think it's where he loses his hand, or whatever, with a sycorax, or something. Yeah. Or he, yeah, he has he a, with a he has sword, or
0: whatever. And he fights Those him on okay. that planet.
2: But, I, I mean, I think this was pretty solid. I don't know if it was the best, but it, I think it was up there. I thought it was pretty good. I'm just
0: not, like, I think she's going to be a fine doctor
2: um it felt it felt really fully formed to me like i gotta you know sometimes you watch that first episode and you kind of is the rest of the season going to be like this and you don't know but i feel like this see, is a good setup for see, what the season is going to be that's how i felt man i was
0: i didn't feel too sure about it i was like I- i'm gonna like her it's just gonna take some time mm-hmm. and i'm still in like capaldi recovery you know like capaldi you know, we was my were. man
2: we were big Capaldi. We, we feel like we got cheated out of a, a season of Capaldi, at that least. That was my dude, and I'm, I'm sad he's gone already. I was really hoping he'd stick around with these new people
0: for like just one more season. Yeah. But, but I mean, Jodie Whitaker's going to be fine, I think. Uh, uh, there's just a couple, like the cheesy Sonic Screwdriver. Yeah, that was a little like, silly, but... I hope she finds the TARDIS and it makes her a better Sonic Screwdriver.
2: I'm sure they'll get around to that. Uh, it was it was nice to see the doctor make their own screwdriver. I don't know I don't know if they've shown them doing that before. No, even, on, even on even so. on Classic
0: Who. 'Cause normally it just pops out of the console and Yeah. And you know, Rob's
2: sitting over there like, What the fuck are they
1: talking about? No, I know what you're talking about, but Oh my fucking god, I don't know
2: what a sonic <laughs> screwdriver is. That's bullshit. I this know is, that is. Some nerd talk right here. Just Whatever. just just take your ambient Rob, and we'll get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> you just sit there and do your thing, buddy. Enjoy Thank the you. enjoy the Paps chair. I appreciate that. And you know, I liked I liked the doctor. You know, there was a lot of sort of subtle, I think, jabbing about change. You know, yeah, there was, and you know, it wasn't it wasn't too bad, but it was just just enough. I liked the the surrounding cast
0: that they had for that episode. I, I
2: thought the cast was really good. I know people, you yeah. know, kind of like on the little after show, they were talking about it was nice to see like people of color and stuff. And I I was kind of like, you know, the doctor's always done that. Yeah, I didn't understand that because I'm like.
0: There's been people of color. There's been gay characters. There's been women.
2: I get that. Uh, if you and look at the companions, women in very strong, dominant roles on that show too. And if you look at a lot of the companions going back to Rose, it's it's usually like a white woman. But you got Martha Jones in there. You got Mickey in there. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, was I awesome. think I think it's one thing to point out that that, that there were people of color and, and that kind of things in this. But let's not act like it's never happened in Doctor Who before. There's a lot of them in their main cast right now, and I think that's cool. But let's Doctor Who's always been sort of progressive on that kind of stuff. I felt like the after show was like kind of thrown together
0: with some people. Yeah, with people who really weren't familiar with Doctor Who, and they were just there to like, well, this you know we've got a great show for women now. Yeah, we've got a great show for for people of color now, and. And then they had, you know, a couple of people that were like, oh, yeah, I've watched every episode of Doctor Who. And it just didn't feel like they did. Yeah. And I'm not I'm, I've never watched every episode of Doctor Who. I'm just a fan of the new series mm-hmm. and I've caught some of
2: the old stuff.
0: But I mean,
2: yeah, we're not we're not trying to outfan anybody here or anything. But, you know, uh, and but that's it's just uh, a sort of the progression of Doctor Who. And like the characters, they could have all been, you know, white people, men, women, because the, the characters were just kind of that good and I sort of enjoyed what they did with it and where they're going to go with it. I like that they got uh, the older guy as a companion. I think I think, sort of Doctor Who sort of, with the younger doctors, is sort of catered to younger people, and I kind of like older people. I liked that Capaldi was an older doctor to begin with. You know? Yeah,
0: I, I do miss the uh, the excitement around a younger doctor, though. It just seemed like it was uh, at a high, you know? Mm-hmm, and, yeah. But hopefully it'll get that with Jodie Whittaker. I, mean, I think... I'd, so is it wrong that you kind of like want to? No, it's not wrong. Do stuff with it's the doctor wrong. now.
2: <laughs> I know where you're going, and it's and it's because I'm, like, like you know, like, I'm like Jodie
0: Whittaker's kind of like hot, you know. Well,
2: hello, doctor.
0: Yeah, he's got that nice British accent. And it's always the accent. It is, but that accent will get you every time, bro. Yeah, it
2: does. You know, people were talking about they. Felt so there's, there's a nothing lot of wrong with, in her character. There's
0: nothing wrong with having sexual thoughts about the doctor. Now that's a woman. No, no. Because I mean, it just—I'm uh, assuming it all changes.
2: Well, you know, we—you uh, know—we we don't really <laughs> know about—we uh, don't know about much about Gallifrey and reproduction anyway. We can assume it's very humanoid, I guess, but you know, the doctor's got all the pieces, I'm—I'm I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, she said something about like I haven't
0: been a woman in a long time. Or I haven't bought women's clothes in a long time. Yeah, something like that. So I thought that was kind of—I'm not big on her outfit though. I think the outfit looks stupid.
2: It's kind of. Uh, not maybe not childish in a way, but you know, but the doctor's always kind of a little zany. So, yeah, I mean, I I get what they're going for, but I'm just not
0: big on it. And I guess that's where you know the doctor's always kind of been uh, had a nice outfit mm-hmm. since you know coming back stylish.
2: Yes, yeah, we know Eccleson was kind of like the leather jacket guy. Yeah, Tenet I was love the that suits, leather jacket. You know, yeah, I mean, Smith you, you, was the bow tie and yeah. I'll yeah. yeah. say
1: Eccleston was like the leather jacket douchebag.
2: Smith was Smith
0: was kind of you know, zany like you said, yeah. and then Capaldi just did Capaldi, you know yeah.
2: he had kind the, of kind of dress, he was dressed up in the first season, then he was kinda of like dressed down a little bit. Then he bit. had the the velvet jacket, yeah. you know. I love the velvet jacket by the way. Yeah. But yeah, I think
0: I mean I'm not I wasn't like disappointed, but I wasn't it wasn't like over the top fun for me. Really. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean I guess because the other episodes have all been like they've mainly been like Christmas episodes, right? Mm. Where the doctor reincarnates in a, a Christmas episode.
2: It seems like they've been uh, over the newer series anyway. It, it's usually yeah the Christmas kind of episode. I
0: mean that that David Tennant one was just uh, one. I, that's one of my favorites, and I always set the bar for that one. And I, mean, Matt, well, I mean that's the Matt Smith one was really good, and I didn't even really care for the Capaldi one. Mm. I thought the Capaldi one was kind of boring. Well, he was kind of asleep for most of the episode. It felt like. I still haven't seen that one. I got Which I gotta Tennant up was on that. that one, too, and he woke up towards the end of it and mm-hmm. did his thing. Yeah, he had to, uh, I think, in But I think roll. the He'll... cast was really good in that. You know, that was Rose and Rose's mom mm-hmm. and Mickey. and I think that one was just really well put together, and I, I miss Russell T. Davies, Doctor Who. He yeah.
2: had, you know, you know people kind of love to hate on Moffat, and I think his... Storylines seasonal storylines they got kind of convoluted, yeah, and may not have always paid off, but I think he was always trying to do something whereas Davie's maybe kept it a little simpler, maybe maybe I don't know if more emotional is the and, right word and
0: yeah, I would say
2: emotional, and like he tied everything together
0: so well mm-hmm. over a course of four seasons, mm-hmm. so that was really cool, but I mean i don't i I love that first season that Moffat did with Matt Smith. I mean that was some
2: really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Had an X Files type feel to it. I mean, well, you know, and that was one thing I liked about uh, uh, Jody's first episode is it. It had. It, I was I was wondering if they'd sort of undarken it a little bit because Capaldi's episodes got kind of dark at times. Yeah, but this one was actually it had like a very kind of scary feeling, especially with uh, the villain Sim Shaw. Yeah, you know, and he, oh, he, that face. He's dude. got that like sort of predator kind of thing going on with that kind of black outfit and everything. And he takes it off and he's got his teeth trophies on his face. Yeah. It look, was sort of
0: Robzilla, check this out. Every time this guy kills somebody, he takes a tooth out and we don't know what he's doing. He we just no. see him take it. And then when the doctor finally like has a face to face with him, he takes his mask off and it's all these teeth in his in his his face. That's he one just sticks them in there as that's, trophies. That's one sick mofo, man. His face is a trophy case. <laughs> God damn. That's that kind of rhymed there, didn't it? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Wait, you see I I one reason i really like that is because on on one hand it's it, it's kind of dark and scary and on the other hand it's kind of goofy because it's the guy putting teeth in his face yeah, and, yeah. and mm-hmm. that's very doctor who to me it's kind of goofy but kind of scary at the same time and you know the cinematography on the episode was great i think this one was written and directed by the new showrunner chris Chipnols or whatever his name is yeah his last name is exactly so if this is like an indication of how the rest of this series is going to be i'm I'm really excited. I, I, I really, I really got. I enjoyed this first episode. I thought it was solid. I think maybe I liked it a little more than you do. Yeah, but, I, I can tell you do. But and you know,
0: I, for for all you know, for all it's worth, I probably need to rewatch it again mm-hmm. because I did get interrupted in the middle of it, and I was a little,
2: you know, a lot annoyed. of people, were, a lot of people were complaining, especially about BBC because they, it was they kind of had a lot of commercials in there. And it really chops up. You know, Doctor Who itself is only like... Well, I mean, I didn't care about the commercials, but I, I actually had,
0: you know, yeah. a visitor come in and speak to me, and I had to pause it, then hit
2: play again, then I come back and pause it. And well, I'm I think like, it was an episode that really had a good pace that was kind of important. And any interruptions were kind of kind of taking you out of that because there was a lot going on. And I think it's kind of cool that she doesn't have the TARDIS right away.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I kind of wanted to see, like, the beginning transition again because mm-hmm. it's been so long since i've seen that last episode and i wanted to remember
2: what happened to capaldi i was surprised a lot of people were complaining that they didn't show the episodes in order leading up to it they did show the 50th anniversary right up uh, before it which you know is still a great episode yeah but people were complaining that so they didn't show they didn't show like season. capaldi's last season or anything huh which i think they used to do they used to show the last yeah season they showed it right it. right into it
1: so, yeah, from what I watched too. They always did that with you know Eccleston and then to uh, uh, Tennant.
2: So people are kind of they
0: did they did what now, Rob Zilla?
2: Why are you recording me?
0: I'm not recording you. I
2: don't believe you. I'm taking pictures. Oh, I'm he's, sorry. He's, he's asking pictures. why you're recording him, and he's got a microphone in front of his face. We're I, yeah. Him, <laughs> what do you think we're doing? I don't know. Are you really on Ambien right now? Do you need your insulin? Yes, I do. Do you know? He, he did get high. He did smoke something before he came <laughs> over here. I I can tell. He did something, dude. He's he's not. But anyway, people people weren't particularly happy with BBC's America's handling of everything. But you know, whatever. We got all that stuff on streaming and DVDs, anyway, yeah, we can really watch it all the time. You can watch it on Amazon Prime.
0: I'm I'm pretty sure of that. Yeah, you can. So I'm, thanks thanks for that confirmation. You're,
2: you're very welcome. That's what you're here for. That's, That's right. We're gonna call you Robzilla Prime. Robzilla Prime. Or, Robzilla, <laughs> <laughs> Robzilla Tubi. <laughs> uh, Robzilla
3: Tubi. Tubi.
2: <laughs> So, so I I thought it was a solid episode. I, I really.
0: If you're a Doctor Who fan, you gotta watch it. I mean, there's just no ifs ands or buts. You gotta watch it. You can't say I don't have BBC. Find a way to watch it. It's good. I mean, it's good. But I, you know, like I said, it wasn't my favorite like first Doctor episode, mm-hmm. and that may change. You know, I may have a phenomenal season with Jodie Whittaker
2: and. And you know how it always it always takes a while for everybody to yeah, warm up to the new Doctor. Anyway. I think
0: I'm just in that phase right now where I'm missing Capaldi and. I'm I'm slowly accepting the change, mm. but I thought she had some very good moments in it. Oh yeah, um, like the one part where she like demanded something from the the villain, and he did something, and she was like, "Okay, maybe not." <laughs> like that was very a lot, doctorish. People, a lot
2: of people pointed out that she was kind of uh, tenant like in yeah. a lot of her mannerisms and stuff, and that, you know everybody loves Tenet, so why not?
0: Yeah, why not? Um, and I think she, like I said, I, I did say uh, when we first started talking about this, I think she'll do a fine job. And it's just a matter of you know getting her in there, and the next episode looks amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the production value of these, they, it looks like they
2: stepped them up even more. They, so. like I said, it looked, it looked like it could have been like movie quality. Yeah, movie quality. Stuff, you know, so and if that keeps up, it's just going to be you know we we love Doctor Who, good Doctor Who, not so good Doctor Who. It's just been so long since
0: we've had anything new. That it's just like oh thank God it's finally here. Even well, right, I mean, if it well, sucks. They,
2: they Capaldi took a year off and then they gave him one, and now we've waited ten months since yeah. the last couple, uh, Doctor Who episode. So uh, we're just ready for I'm new happy. stories, new everything, you know.
0: I'm, I was beyond happy to watch that episode. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. and I can't wait till this Sunday. Like it takes priority over Walking Dead now. That's mm-hmm. on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm done with that show. Fuck well, they that had, show. Uh, everything should take
2: over priority over Walking uh, Dead. Uh, that was the lowest ratings for a season opener since the first season.
0: Yeah, they said they lost half their audience for Walking
2: Dead. I mean, I watched do you it. Know I what, just, do you just know what the numbers were for
0: Doctor Who? I heard it. It, it, it was, was a, supposed
2: to be really solid. I forget exactly what they were. I
0: heard it was like a big, big deal for BBC overall. So I, I they did the right thing by picking
2: a woman, probably. So I think it'll all work out. I for think,
0: them.
2: in a way, it doesn't matter. And I think that's how they kind of want to play it. It doesn't matter. It just so happens we picked an actor that it's a woman, and I, I think they're going to kind of go with that. And it, it really didn't matter. It could have been a man. Could be her. Yeah. Ah well, either way, we're just happy fucking who is back. Some, that's uh, you know me. I'm new, always
0: hashtag new who new that who. you coined
2: new who. I, I I always love saying new who. <laughs> and uh, you know you know me. I don't watch a lot of TV shows. But like Doctor Who is generally like the one TV show I keep up on, unless it's PBS.
0: Unless it's PBS, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you this: we were eating dinner before we uh, got to recording, and I turned the TV on up, and it went right on PBS. And Kyle's eyes lit up like my Christmas. It was like some West Virginia jamboree going on, (laughs) and and he was just like sat straight up, and I, I was like a little kid, like. You know, getting ready to watch cartoons. I was watching he's the, doing the foot stomp and watching, watching some clapping oh, uh, his hands.
2: Uh nightly business news on PBS before I even came over here. Oh, checking out the stock market. I'm ready to Did you really? Yeah. That, oh my God. Yeah, the stock market lost like five hundred points in two days or something. It did. Yeah, Nobody's big, claiming any, uh,
0: nobody wants to claim any success over yeah, that. I thought it dropped right. to almost like right. eight hundred by this time, I think. Right. So moving on, we got to see two trailers this week. Two new trailers. Yes, we did. Glass is first up. Oh, we well, got wait. some M Night Shyamalan, baby. It's, it's,
1: I'm, I'm, Shyamalan, I'm I'm pretty pumped for this movie. It looks really awesome. Yeah, especially the new trailer that came out with it. Oh yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of Unbreakable,
0: this is going to be. I need to rewatch Unbreakable. You, I want to watch Unbreakable
2: into the last one that he did.
1: Unbreakable is Split, and and that. then into this.
2: Yeah, I, I did watch Split not too long ago, and that was, it was a really good movie. Split
0: was a fine, and movie. I,
2: I like you know I know we kind of like it. There was a while there where it was kind of cool to dump on M. Night.
0: And he I, did you know, some not-so-great ne-
2: movies. I've but. never, like, not liked an M. Night Shyamalan. Well,
0: besides that, what's what was that one anime movie he did? It was Oh, a, The Last Airbender? Yeah, I didn't care for that one.
1: Uh, yeah, that got shit on by everybody. Even the fans hated it. But I didn't people. mind
0: the one with, like, Mark Wahlberg in it. Um, the, happening. the Happening? The Happening. That was really different. I haven't seen that one. I know a lot of people shit on The Village. I didn't mind The Village. See, I like Lady I, in the Water.
2: I, I loved Lady in the Water. Lady in the Water was awesome. I liked are you, it. Are you people like, are you people trying to make love to my ears right now? I, I, I always kind of, I, I have. That was kind of creepy. I have Lady in the Water on DVD at home. That's like the only M. Night movie I own. Really? Just because it it, it was kind of different. I like what he was trying to do. He kind of screws it up a little bit like he was doing at that time. But that—that's—I think that's kind of like an underrated uh, M Night movie for what yeah. he was trying to do. Well, sort it, of trying to tell like a modern fairy tale.
1: Yeah. Well, it was. Who's that one guy? Uh, he's in that movie. Is it Paul Giamatti? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. I, and I love that dude. That dude's awesome. He's, he's awesome, awesome in, in everything. He yeah. Is,
0: except for Spider Man, he was terrible in that.
1: <laughs> it, was he Rhino? Rhino. Yeah. For like, oh God. for like
0: four seconds at the end of the movie, dude. I'm surprised his career didn't die after that. Uh, no, it wouldn't die. Well, that it you know, it's not really his
2: bread and butter.
0: Do you yeah. think when they cut him? They were like, "Paul, you're actually only going to be at the end of the Spider-Man movie." He's probably, like, "Thank God, I shouldn't have done this you, you movie." Fuck!
2: <laughs> I don't. I, I, does Paul Giamatti use f words? I don't or, know. Or was it this bad? Fuck! Fuck!
3: Fuck! 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 Oh! Ah!
0: <laughs> like he was like, "My
2: career's done at this point." He probably took Sony, the pay, he probably took the paycheck and just went home. Sony, so,
0: yeah. if he even got a good paycheck from that movie, who knows? I did that shit for free. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, it's a Spider-Man. I'm gonna have some kind of deal out of this, right? This movie's gonna be on Fox FX for the rest of the <laughs> time." <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry, people will see me for four seconds at the end. We still got a what's uh, sideways his his movie oh my God. The Wine drinker. dude. Yeah. That's probably
1: one of the funniest movies. I wouldn't say that. Well, it's with okay. him.
0: With him in it, anyways. Him and Sandman? <laughs> uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Another, another Spider-Man villain? Is it right. Thomas Hayden
1: Church? Is yeah. It? yeah. Uh, now, Miles, do you have your medicine? I don't want you going to go the dark side tonight. <laughs> I ain't drinking no fucking Merlot. Wow.
0: <sighs> okay. Thank- thanks for that, Rob. You're, you're getting the... Game! <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're getting, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I don't care if that's a copyrighted sound. You're getting it. <laughs> that- that's how much you wanted to play it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody will notice it this far into the, the show, but yeah. if they do, c- kudos to them. But, uh, yeah, I think Glass looks phenomenal. I uh, think like I said, I, I need to rewatch Unbreakable because it's been Wikipedia, when years. does that come out?
1: Uh, January 18th.
0: Okay. Thank you, rob a Yeah, yeah um,
1: rob sorry. Because I saw the trailer on Facebook my buddy posted and I sent it to you guys. Even uh,
0: Muzz was like, is this real? Is this coming out? I'm like, yeah, dude. Oh, you he you was so about stoked it? about it. I'm like, yeah. dude, did you not see the the, the sneak trailer for that? Yeah. But you know Muzz, he kind of misses that stuff sometimes. Yeah, he mm-hmm. does. He's caught up in his own little world. He he, he disappears for six months at a time, <laughs> even though he's still talking to you.
2: But you know, I like I like this sort of unplanned kind of universe. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, I'm, when we got all these you know movies where like a Marvel movie comes out every year, or two or two movies come out every year or something like that. It's kind of nice to have this movie get revisited i mean it had to be at least like 10 years in between unbreakable and and split oh yeah and mm-hmm. then we kind of got this coming in and i, I think it's kind of cool that's what about a uh, devil did you like devil i didn't see that was that with, with like the elevator or yeah something? where they're all stuck in the elevator yeah, and people keep that. dying.
1: I, I saw bits and pieces i, I oh
2: think.
0: i loved it dude it's a, it's a good flick
2: you was, should it, watch was it. that
1: in my shaman yeah it?
0: oh i see see i didn't I know that. i'm pretty sure it was i didn't know that I thought he had something to do with it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's one of his movies because he's of course he's one of the guys at the end of it. Mm-hmm. You know, he has to make his guest appearance. appearance yeah. I just watched uh, Signs a couple weeks ago. That was pretty good. That one that was different. I, I, I've, I watched one. it before. I remember I got to see a sneak peek of it, mm-hmm. and I loved that movie so much. You know, but I haven't watched it in years. I mean, since I was in high school, mm-hmm. and I just watched it again on Hulu, and it was still good.
1: Yeah, Signs is a really good movie. I like it. Still Slimes. good.
0: Still loved it.
2: I think, you know, as as, like I said, as much as we kind of dump on M. Night, that he's got some different takes on things. It mm-hmm. might, may not have always been executed the best, but, I, you know, I, I kind of like that. Sometimes you don't get everything you want, but I, I, I just sort of a different change in story. Like a little weird. Well, it was it's different, and it's, it's a good different. You know, it kind of
1: changes it up, like you mentioned, but I'll always like it because it always different. Your out face there. is a good
0: different. What do you think about that? Well, I appreciate that. It means a lot to me. Yeah. Don't worry, I won't hit that button again and make you feel bad. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, so we got to see the glass trailer. We just talked about that to you. Pet Cemetery. New trailer for the new Pet Cemetery, the reboot. Reboot. Yeah, who's a fan of Pet Cemetery, the original? I've watched them, but I was kind of like, eh. I remember watching them on TV, yeah. but I'm just. I don't. I don't remember being big on them. Yeah, and I don't remember liking them just in general. Like I was just like, oh, it's kind of fucking weird. You know, the Maybe. first one.
2: I think everybody remembers uh, Fred Gwynn, who plays the old guy. You know, don't go down that road. Don't bury anything in the pet cemetery. The ground's sour. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I think he's like the thing that everybody remembers. And I, I, I think I enjoyed the movies. They weren't uh, like the Stephen King movies that I watched a lot when I was younger. Right, but uh, the first one's a solo. One. You know that second one's got uh, Edward Furlong in it. I just watched that recently. I was just wow, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> so did did Stephen King do Cujo? Yeah, yeah, that's
0: what I thought. All those movies had like the same kind of tone to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I,
2: I, I wish I, I was kind of wishing that somebody you know they got. I haven't watched any of that. Uh, what's the show Castle Rock? Yeah, supposed to be like the Stephen. King Universe. Muzz highly recommends it. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I think like I to, watched
1: the one episode. I think I watched like half of the first episode.
2: I'd like to check it yeah. out, but I was kind of hoping that some studio would get a lot of the Stephen King movies to do kind of like a Stephen King-verse with oh. their movies. It, you sound, know, but, it sounds it,
0: like Hulu is mm-hmm. is on that path.
2: With you know, It it was solid. Not great, I don't think, but solid. You know, this Pet Cemetery. I'm not 100% sold on it. I like John Lithgow, you know, and I'd like to see, you know, we're, we're at this point now where... Stephen King's books are kind of complex on a lot of things that maybe they'd have cut out in the 80s or 90s Right in in an attempt to make like an hour and a half, hour and 45 minute movie. People don't mind two hour movies as much anymore. It was, and they want to see more stuff from the book get stuffed into the movie. Yeah, it's, it's so, kind of the norm
1: now that I, a lot I of movies think, are like two hours long now or more and people expect
2: that. I think you're on to something, Kyle. And you know, I've, I'm not a huge Stephen King reader, but I've read a couple of his books. I haven't read Pet Cemetery but it's kind of nice to get more of that added subtext in there. I liked it. I wish I wish they'd have made it a mini series instead of these two movies cuz they still have to cut out a lot of it. After. I really like that the the last It movie. Uh, and, I enjoyed yeah, it, but I I mean it. the
0: first one is the, you know the made for TV movie is good, but it's so fucking long. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I really liked what they did with the new movie even though it, I mean it wasn't Stephen King directing it. Mm-hmm. So it was completely, you know, a little different toned and you know, it had the the typical kiddie movie, mm. kid scary movie kind of thing going. Well, well
1: I think the, what made that was the cast. The, they, they cast the great, great They great did great a kids really good yeah. job on that. Yeah. It was good. I'll give them that. And then having casting Bill Skarsgård to play Pennywise was a good choice as well. Yeah, that
0: dude, he's he's kind of creepy yeah. in that.
2: He's I think in a way he's kind of creepy looking normally. Yeah, he wants to like be, you know. he's not a... Yeah. So
0: sort of like a pale, skinny Yeah, he's a person, creepy you know. looking dude. Yeah. So, man. Uh, yeah. So you
2: know, I'll, I'll probably check out Pet Cemetery, but I, that's, I, I don't know if I'm like excited I bought that, about
0: it. I bought that fucking it Blu-ray. I cataloged it in my uh, digital collection, mm-hmm. and I've yet to fucking watch it again. I'd, it freaks I'd like me out. It now it that it's October
2: and it's scary movie time, I gotta watch it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I still enjoy breaking out the original, especially the, the the part one of the original from the '90s with the kids. Yeah, you know. And, and, and this was good. I'm looking forward to the sequel. I am hope, supposedly, they're supposed to be going even harder with the sequel. You know, They it's gonna should. Be, it's going to be adults. I like the cast that they put together. Yeah. Uh,
1: Bill Hader and James McElroy. Is it? Is it McElroy. McElroy? No, uh,
0: yeah. Ma- yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, McElroy. Jessica Sloan in it? Yeah, Jessica Sloan. Oh, I love her, dude. Yeah. So they got
0: even a good cast for the Jessica, grown-ups. Jessica Sloan's pretty hot. If you haven't checked her out. I'll have to check her out. She plays in this movie it's a true story about a chick that does uh, she was like a professional skier mm-hmm. and then she gets hurt and ends up doing uh, um, hosting card games hmm. and she gets oh, all yeah. this money yeah. and stuff and it's a, based on a true story oh. but man she is so fucking hot in that movie dude <laughs> you have to check it out she's gorgeous but and she can act too so that's always a plus she's not like you know what's her face from Transformers Megan, like Megan Fox, Fox. Megan Fox, <laughs> where she's just hot and can't act. But no, she can act, man. I respect Jessica Sloan, man. She's good in everything I've watched,
2: and she's super hot, dude. So, but yeah. But I'm, I'm looking forward to I feel like we're in this, uh, yet again, another like a Stephen King renaissance where they're redoing a lot of the properties. Yeah. Some, you know, I think maybe uh, the movies from the 70s, 80s, 90s, they're not all great. And there's definitely room for improvement to add stuff to the book. Some kind of into it. I just, I just hope they're good. I hope I hope they get a little better too. Yeah, right.
1: Well, didn't Stephen King have the movie called Night Shift? Yeah, same movies. I liked that movie. It was different. That one was a little.
2: That, that's that's one that could be remade and be a lot better. Yeah, it's, true.
1: But I like the. I I did like the the grim of us
0: of it. So the, uh,
2: I bet you did like it, Rob. I
0: don't know what that
2: means Rob likes everything.
0: Yeah, he really does like, like everything. Not really. Mr. Unoriginality over here.
2: I like beer. I like beer. Yeah, I don't like beer. I like, I like movies. I like one-star movies on Netflix. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like my one Don't stars. go over to Rob's house looking to find a gym in Netflix, because the algorithm is all fucked up at his house. But it's amazing. He, he's like, he's, Rob watches shitty movies, and it, it just gets, it's like, keeps chucking shitty, 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 shitty movie out after another.
1: That's why I have... Uh... Lots of useless knowledge about shitty
0: movies. You go over to Rob's house for movie night and be like, all right, what do you want to watch? You start flipping through it. I'm like, is this even fucking Netflix or is this some free service?
2: (laughs) Does this crackle? What are you doing?
0: Yeah. Like, what is going on here? Like, there's all these movies that are terrible. I mean, even the artwork looks terrible (laughs) on them. Like, that's just how bad they are. See, now we're going to watch that revenge movie with the fly. I'm not watching that fucking movie to save my life. Muzz will
1: watch
2: it with me. Then you can take it. <laughs> Muzz is another one of those people who will purposely watch a movie yeah he knows isn't gonna be there. Well,
1: me and Muzz will have a conversation about a couple movies and then <laughs> I'll walk away. is just standing there going, I-, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. I walk just- away, dude. I don't wanna hear it.
0: <laughs> I don't wanna hear about shitty movies. It's it's funny though. And like they, they practically begged me to watch that stupid fucking fly movie. It's some Indian movie where this guy turns into a fly. Oh yeah. Like yeah. he re- he reincarnates into a fly and has to protect his girlfriend after he's been murdered or something. I don't know what it it's is. It's so bad it looks funny. No, it doesn't look funny. It looks awful. It's
1: a fly like holding a, a thumbtack. Gary Stabbe do an eyeball with it. Yeah, <laughs> it looks so
0: bad. It's not funny. Uh, it, it, I'm, hey, I'm, I su- Hey, I suggested Wolf Cop, and that movie was awesome. Yeah, we watched Wolf Cop. Wolf I know. Cop. Now, Wolf Cop is a movie that's bad. It's so funny. Exactly. Like, that fly movie is so bad I don't ever want to watch TV again. Movie. <laughs> like, it's that bad. It looks that bad, man. <laughs> and I, like, I, it, it,
1: apparently it did pretty well over there. See, I feel like Sleazy's Kryptonite, it's bad movies. Yes, it
0: is. That's his, like, Kryptonite. I, I will well. not watch them, dude. You
2: shouldn't want to watch bad movies. Right. No. <laughs> I'm spoiled and I need good movies. <laughs> I'm spoiled.
0: That's yeah. all there is to it,
2: dude. Yeah. You know, yeah Muzz used to try to have his segment on the NerdCo show but like, did you watch a movie that turned out to be bad? It's like, no, I, I, I'm i usually pretty certain before I watch a movie whether I'm going <laughs> to yeah. at least like it enough to want to watch it or think it's garbage. Yeah. And I, if it's garbage, I'll, I'll, I'll flip it to something else. I got, I got plenty of other movies. If to it doesn't have on. any redeeming qualities, then I don't want anything to do with yeah. it. <laughs> you know, you go see The Room once in the theater or something like that, you're good. That's all the bad movies you need.
1: Yeah. Well, you know how bad it's going to be, and it's a nostalgia to go see it. So.
0: All right, so moving on. The CW released a image of Ruby Rose as Batgirl for their upcoming series.
2: Was I the only one who got like a really like Batman Beyond vibe kind of? Yeah, it did did feel
0: like they had some Batman Beyond
2: shit going on there. I'm not really a a a CW watcher. I think you've talked about maybe on the show before about how I I I, you know it, it seems like.
0: They get two good seasons out of these shows,
2: then they sort of devolve, and then they
0: let the the romance and the drama, the teen drama, take over, and it ruins these shows. And like I was just telling Rob, like I love the Flash, man, but I I, I still haven't finished last year's season of the Flash. It's just, and then I haven't finished Arrow either. Mm-hmm. So for me to invest my time in another show on CW, is you know I just don't know if I can do it. Now, even though, I will tell you this, my co-worker, Steve Mills, he's been on me. Got to watch One Tree Hill. <laughs> you got to watch One Tree Hill, sleazy. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I can get in. It. I mean, I used to make fun of my mom for watching that. <laughs> and he was like, dude, you'll love the high school drama in it. You'll love it. And so I'm like, all right, well, I'll watch One Tree Hill if you watch Doctor Who. So as soon as I finish One Tree Hill, I'm cashing in at Doctor Who. He's Uh watching Doctor Uh Who, but so we'll be. I'll have it on while I'm working, you know. And I'm like so caught up in the drama of the show. (laughs) I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe, I can't believe Dan did that to fucking Keith, and (laughs) Keith slept with Dan's wife. That that bitch, how dare she, you know, mess around with his brother like that. And I am so heavily invested in these people's lives that it's just unbelievable. But for some reason, it just doesn't work in the superhero genre mm-hmm. for me. Like, I just want to see superheroes solve crimes and defeat bad guys. Right. And occasionally win the girl over at the end of the, the the season. But with Flash and all that, like, he's got the girl, like, it just feels like the story's done. Mm-hmm. At this point, he's just waiting to lose. And that's where you go with those seasons when they get prolonged. Well, sometimes even, with, like, with the
1: personal lives of superheroes, is not intriguing. Like, I always like Spider-Man's of struggling, having a job, and then, bouncing in between back and forth.
0: Yeah, he's
2: a loser.
1: Yeah. That's why I like
0: him. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of...
2: We know that's why, why you like him, Rob. We know. Yeah, you can know, relate right? to him. I can relate to that, man. So,
0: so can we. <laughs> but, but there's just something about having a good life and hanging out at the coffee shop while going and solving crimes. is just not appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Like There's a certain uh, mystique to being a hero and... And making sacrifices and not having a great personal life, in order for to better mankind, I guess you could say, that I really like. And these shows just seem to go away from that. Like these people all just seem to be happy and then solve crimes, and you know, it's just I don't know. It's weird to me. Yeah. Well, just like even with I I have a hard time staying invested now in it. Yeah. Well, just like you know Bruce Wayne, like
1: yeah he's a you know billionaire billionaire, you know. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Batman. A billionaire who's got everything in the world but yeah, he fights crime and has a, you know, dark history of, you know, death and despair.
2: Doesn't death,
0: he death, and despair. death and despair. Oh, Batman. I was you guys, my best uh, Christian Bale I got.
2: Have you me. guys watched uh Kept Up with Gotham at all?
0: I, no, I haven't. I'm like two seasons behind, but Say, Gotham is really good.
2: Well, they I just saw some news that uh they're going into season 5. Season 5 is going to be the final season. And yes. supposedly, uh, Batman is supposed to show up by the end of it. As Batman and Bane's supposed to show up. So I'm kind of uh, oh, nice. I, this is one of those uh, shows that I think I'll, once it's done, I'll probably binge all five seasons in like a couple weeks or something like that. Mm. Gotham is really good. I've seen like three seasons
0: of it, and all the characters are just stellar. And uh, what's his face that plays Jim Gordon is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Harvey's cool. I mean, the, the it, it's just the world that they even created. Like, you don't know what timeline it is. It's just in its own universe. And it's super cool. They're driving around, like,
2: 80s cars, but they got cell phones.
0: Mm. I mean, it, it's... it's oh, You
2: know, that's something that uh, the animated series did really well. Yeah. You had, like, old cars and old buildings, but computers and everything. Yeah,
0: he's flying a jet around. Yeah. And, and there's, like, <laughs> 1940s cars, you know, driving around the street. Uh, but, yeah, it's really cool. And the, they... I mean, do they have the characters down 100% to what they are in the comics? No, but it's, it fits into its own little universe and it's awesome. So, there, there's my take on Gotham. Thank you for asking, Kyle. I'm
2: just curious, you know, when we get to
0: talking about bat
2: related things. Yeah, I like, I like it. And I can't wait to finish it, like you said, when it's done. So, I'll be curious to see how, how the CW handles, uh, Batwoman or Bat Girl? I think it was Batwoman They said. I don't know. So I'd be Is curious, it... like if it gets a couple of good seasons and then sort of devolves into a drama more than anything. Yeah. Oh, you already know it's going to
0: be a drama, dude. There's no. Hey, Carson Wentz just passed a, touch- or, uh, passed a touchdown to Alshon Jeffrey again. Woo! There you go. I don't know. I what, to... I don't
2: know what language you're speaking Sorry, right now. Sorry, but... I had to do that. Give up. Um,
0: so let's let's just Google CW. And then we'll do bat, bat woman. Say, I thought it was bat Batwoman. bat woman. So we have to correct ourselves because I said bat girl. Yeah, that is a total Batman beyond vibe there. That's
2: like a, a red yeah. bat and everything. So I'm wondering if they'll do maybe a little futuristic kind of thing or how they'll set it up. No, I'm sure she'll fit into the Flash
0: universe and they'll do some well, eight yeah. night. Yeah. They'll do some like not eight night, only seven nights in a week. Seven night crossover, you know, and (laughs) like, I can't keep up with that too. That's another thing they once a year, they do a crossover event on all Mm. the shows and I'm like, I'm lost.
2: Did, did they move Supergirl to the CW?
0: Yes. The CW saved it. Supergirl, you know, the first season was meh. I could see why they canceled it, Mm. but the second season was really good. Like if you like, you know, Superman, Krypton stories, Mm. that was really good. But I tell you one show I want to check out is Krypton, because they keep uh, they keep talking about it, man. Like it's it's hot shit. So mm. I got to check it out eventually.
1: Yeah, I think with the story, it's like it's Superman's like grandfather. Like he has to like save Krypton so he can yes. have Superman to be born or something like yes, that. Yes, it's definitely not Superman on Krypton. Yeah,
0: Khalil. Khalil. Yeah, it, I mean that got really good reviews. I'm just waiting on it to drop on a streaming service so I can watch it. I watched like the first. Two episodes on the DirecTV app, which mm-hmm. I don't like watching that on my phone. DirecTV's app is kind of unstable, but it, it was good what I saw of it, so I'm, I'm ready. I'm down. But, so we talked about Ruby Rose being Batwoman, CW releasing that photo. Uh, I,
2: I really want uh, Rob to cosplay at one of the toy shows as Batwoman. I think he's Batwoman. Can, maybe we can do I that think this weekend. Do it. Hmm.
0: That's
2: um, a good
1: thought. I was thinking more more like penguin. So no. no. We yeah. promised
0: uh last week that we would talk about horror movies on every show through um the
2: October. It's a, it's a nice cool October night tonight. Yes. And it is it is a fall, a brisk fall night. Yeah. Thank you God. Yeah, right. Out of all those ninety degrees in October. Get out of here.
0: Yeah, that's stupid. Go home,
2: climate change. You're drunk. <laughs> You're drunk
0: again. So did anybody get to watch a movie? This week, a horror movie.
1: Yes, I watched some really bad, horrible movie from, like, I think, like, 1991, I think it's made. Um, I think it was called Troll 2. I still remember seeing the original Troll, but it was years ago, but not scary, really. But I watched that, and I checked out kind of like a new thriller slash kind of horror movie, which Hold the Dark. Um, which Where was, did you watch that at? Uh, this was on Netflix.
2: Netflix exclusive. Yeah. You know. So, where, so yeah. Kyle's not happy about that. I, I you know I I, love, I live out in the the boonies so my streaming is not always the best but Hold the Dark is one of those movies I really want to get to cuz uh, uh Jeremy Saulnier is the director and he's one of my like current favorite young directors. He did a little movie called Murder Party. It was his like his first movie. I probably didn't see I just but, watched that recently. Again, you, again. It? That, yes, that's, that, It's a fun movie. It's it not, not very really that great yeah. or anything, but it's a fun movie. I can't believe this guy actually came here. <laughs> but he did, uh, He after that, he did Blue Ruin, which great. got a lot of uh, good press. And then he did The Green Room. I've, I've watched The Green Room. Me and uh, Sleazy watched The Green Room. And I, I, just, I really love everything he's doing. He's one of those guys that when, he's, when I hear about he's making a film, I get really excited about it. He was supposed to be heavily involved in this third season of uh, True Detective coming out. But I think there was some creative differences, so he only maybe ended up directing some of the episodes or whatever. So I'm really jealous that Rob has checked this out before I've gotten to it because I really want to. Well, see and it.
1: And, I, and a fun fact too that he he's mostly written the movies he's directed except right. for this one. The guy who I I can't pronounce his name, but he played in Blue who's the main character.
0: Uh oh, uh, yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. So, but he's, how was the movie? It's I'm about
1: to watch it again because I think I missed some things. It's very weird. Probably did because you sit there on your fucking phone the whole time. Really? Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, but no, this one was just a very I totally t- don't do that. Right? Yeah. Right. But I, um, I try to. I try. I just throw my phone to the other side of the room. And I'm like, no nope. right. <laughs> Well, this one is. It's a. It's a. It's a lot different from his other ones, I would say. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask um, you to compare it. I said, how was the movie? It was really... It, like, I sound to watch it again. It's kind of weird. I missed a few things, maybe some of the meaning of it. Um, but you still see the classic kind of very raw and, and gore that he has in his movies. Um, so I'll have to recheck it out again, and then you'll have to give me your would thoughts. Would you recommend it. it? I would definitely wa- recommend it if you're a fan of the director. Did you like yes. it? I'll have to watch it again. I'm 50-50, so... Like I said, the, the, okay. the meaning of it. So, all right, moving on,
0: Kyle.
2: All right, I've still been watching my, uh, you know, my universal horror movies, my old school Dracula, Frankenstein's. You know, I, I love to break those out every year because they really get me in the, the October mood atmosphere. So those are the classics that you know they're just kind of fun to watch. Some of them are good, some of them are not so good. But I finally got around to watching my uh, Rec, short for Record, yeah, uh, box set. They're basically Spanish zombie movies, and uh, the first. The first one is, it's a found footage movie where a reporter is, it's you know, she's doing a segment for her news, like, while you were sleeping. So she's following people who work at night. So she is with a, a, some firemen, and they get called out to a building. And when they get there, they find out that something's going on, and it sort of turns into your sort of virus zombie movie. More, more in line with kind of like uh, your 28 Days Later than like your slow kind of Romero zombies. Yeah, that's right. a good. That's a good comparison. And I like the first one. It's, it kind of starts off a little slow. But okay, it's it's, only, it's barely like eighty minutes long, but as it keep go, it gets going, it kind of really picks up. And uh-huh. there's sort of I don't want to give it away because I think it's kind of neat little twist toward the end, and they they kind of pick up on it and follow it with the second one. The second one's also a found footage movie. It starts right after with some. Uh, it's like body cameras, you know. That's their little. Uh, uh, in to get in and show you found, more found footage stuff. So they send in like the SWAT team to go in there and figure out what's wrong and why some of their health inspectors haven't come out. And it kind of keeps up with the twist. Uh, the third and fourth movies, they they bring it out of uh, the first person, so it's actually shot like a movie. And they're, they're, they're not quite as good, I think, as the first one and two, but they're fun movies. They're kind of uh, almost like video game-like. And, like, if you've if you played some of the later Resident Evil uh, zombie movies where it's more sort of action horror, I think it kind of gets that way, where it's not always scary. That's just kind of fun to watch. And there's, like, little objectives, kind of like when you're playing a game, you go from objective objective to objective to get through the hole. That sounds kind of cool. And it's, mm. it's really, they're fun movies. I'm not going to say they're all that good. They're not bad. But they're, they're just kind of like fun movies to sit out and, and sort of zone out to. But I definitely recommend the first two, and you probably check out the whole series. It's, it's kind of fun. I'm That's st- not super scary. I'm
0: still yeah. waiting to finish the Freddy series, man. Yeah. I, I keep hearing good things about that uh, That last one with uh, that, Wes Craven. That really is maybe my favorite, maybe even more so than the first one. I yeah, think. a couple people approached me after last week's podcast, mm-hmm. and they were like, Oh, you didn't get to watch the last one with, that Wes Craven did. That was so good.
2: I'm like, yeah, I will, I will before the end of the month. Probably we'll have to try to get us another. We'll have to have us like a Halloween day or something. Yeah, yeah. something we'll get something going on. You know, but so yeah, I've, got, I've got I've got my movies lined up at home. Right, I haven't had more movies.
0: I haven't had too much time this week to watch uh, movies. I, I I tried to get some Spider Man time in Sunday and Monday, and then uh, I don't even remember what I did. Wednesday to be honest with you. <laughs> so, and then last night I did the Magnum PI, I think, you know, catch up on that. But I did see American Werewolf in Paris on Amazon Prime. And we were just talking about that last week. So I was like, yeah, I'll fire this up and go to, you know, watch it as I'm going to bed. And I caught I caught most of it. So, here's what the the takeaway after watching it all these years and loving it when it first came out. And I watched American Werewolf in London last year. And in no way does
2: it come close to American Werewolf in London. Like, the effects just didn't age well. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you see that with a lot of movies that went from practical effects to more CGI. Yeah. CGI just, that, that 90s uh, CGI, just doesn't quite hold up. It it killed it, dude.
1: Yeah. I mean, especially you look at, you know, American Werewolf in London, how well the creature was done in the werewolf. I mean, like, it's just no comparison.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they they did such a great job in uh, American Werewolf in London with the effects, and for its time, it, it's just way ahead of its time.
2: I mean, you know, Rick Baker, uh, you know, a legend in that kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah.
0: this one, I mean, even the transformations look, look bad. I mean, the transformation in American Werewolf in London doesn't look bad it looks great right with his
2: like fingers extending yeah and and
0: this one it just looks bad and it's kind of like cheesy and like i don't remember it being that cheesy well,
2: you know they always they talk about that's kind of like where you can lose an audience in a, in a werewolf movie yeah is you either gotta if you show the transformation it's got to be like super good and if you can't do it really good you just kind of don't show it you yeah. know
0: and you know i remember for its time i was like man that was a sweet movie you know the werewolf fight at the end and uh, yeah, I mean, just the, the scenes in general where they're in the club and they all the guys all turn into werewolves and they start picking off everybody. I mean, there's some really fun parts in that movie, but it just didn't age very well. It's not... And I would love to see them do another, you know... I, we just talked about this last week. This is, like, one of my favorite uh, genres of yeah, the, yeah. the horror movie to watch. Dog soldiers. Yeah, and I would love to see them do a modern take on this and really nail... You know, American Werewolf in London again, or you know, do it in another part of the world, or whatever you know. But this it just didn't age well, and I'm kind of sad watching it. You know, <laughs> like I'm. And
1: I like the cast in that movie. Yeah, too, the cast is, is all right, uh,
0: yeah. but it it just didn't age well. And uh, that does that mean I hate it? No, I I still like it, and it still holds a special place in my heart. In my heart, you know. I get you yeah you get I it. get you, but I mean it's just not it's not what it was, and you know some movies like that they just don't age well. I remember so, seeing that movie in the
1: the fifty cent movie theater down in South High Street, yeah, That's where I never seen it yeah, but um, does
0: that mean that you shouldn't take you know uh, does that mean you should listen to this and take something negative away to it? No, watch it and have a good time, turn the lights out, and you know fire it up. It's free on Amazon prime, so. Or just rewatch London. Yeah, <laughs> you, London. well, you definitely want to rewatch London first before you do that. Yeah, or even go back and watch
1: Dog Soldiers because after when you watch how you can't the, get a hold of that movie though. Uh, yeah, but I mean,
0: if you do, unless it, it's, you want to pay like thirty bucks for a yeah. Blu-ray for it. But I
1: mean, it's just I so have good it on Blu-ray. Oh, do you really? Yeah.
0: You're gonna bring it over one
1: night? Then. Yeah. yeah, we can watch. It. Well, and you have to compare to um, how how well the creatures are done in Dog Soldiers because it's not
0: CGI. I mean, it's all you know.
2: Uh, I think wobzilla CGI. And, and that's I the know.
0: problem. It's just too like CGI was not that great in 1997 and they relied heavily on that for the some of the well all of the werewolf scenes. Yeah. I mean even the transformations and uh it, it's just I don't know. It I remember really loving that movie because it was a great feel. Um, I liked the characters in it. I like this the story, and I like the music, especially that they had in it. I think it's one of those.
2: It's it's a movie of its time. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and that's you just nailed it right there. It like I like I've been saying, it didn't age well, and you just said it. It's a movie of its time, but I mean, like there's just like the scene where they get up to the eiffel tower Mm -hmm. yeah and then you're getting ready to jump and you hear the chick stands up and they're like stop and you hear the bush song starting to play and you're like Uh, oh that's fucking awesome uh, The song is it called mouth maybe they played the bush song in the uh it wasn't on the eiffel tower it was in when he takes the girl out on a date Mm -hmm. and he actually turns into a werewolf yeah and the you, you hear the bush song there and it gets you in the the mood for that scene Sometimes the music just really sets the yeah, tone and gets it, you in that for, special place. For that particular uh, scene, it, it fit very well. And I remember the soundtrack being awesome to that. I used to have the soundtrack to that. I movie. remember
1: I got the soundtrack just for the song Bush. Yeah. Mouth. That Bush
0: that "Bush" song was Mouth, awesome. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's what I did. And there's a bunch of movies on Netflix that I want to try. Netflix actually has like a horror, mm. um, a, a boo thing going on or something for the month of October. Mm. I don't know if the, the section is just on the mobile app, but I'm sure you can just go into the horror section and it's all the same movies. But so, but we'll, we'll definitely talk about more movies next week. I'm sure we'll have more time. Well, plus uh, next Halloween, week. It, come Halloween comes out, out next yeah. week. Yeah. Yes, Halloween uh, does come out next week. So we'll have to go see that on Thursday. Oh, yeah. So we sure. can talk about it Friday. Yeah. So I think that's all we got. Is there anything else... We want to talk about other than us reviewing halloween next week well uh um,
2: rob rob have you started thinking about what you're gonna wear for halloween this year are, uh, are we gonna are decided. you going as batwoman this year you year what? for
0: what well he's gonna go as peter griffith for the 10th time right. <laughs> <laughs> um uh
1: we will be in cincinnati this weekend me and sleazy
0: that's right we're gonna be at the cincinnati toy show at the sharonville convention center so by the time people hear this it'll probably be well it'll, it starts on Sunday. Yeah. So like I think it's like 8 to 3. But we'll be there working the nerdco booth charging for autographs and pictures. $5 for an autograph, $10 for a selfie. So come out and see Cesium and Robzilla. Yeah. We'll we'll definitely hook you up and buy some toys. We don't have toys. Buy some well, toys Buy some, buy some wallets. Buy some wallets and get Nerd a nerdco shirts. Get a sweet belt buckle too. Yeah, we'll, we're we're trying to get rid of them belt buckles. Yeah, I'm getting sick tired looking at them. But that's what we're doing this weekend. So it's actually why we're recording tonight earlier, even though you won't notice because we're going to release it uh, pretty much the same time tomorrow night. Yes. But hopefully, you enjoyed everything, and you're looking forward to next week, where we're going to review the new Halloween movie and talk some more about some horror movies. And maybe hear some Bill Cosby stories about you him getting beaten up in prison.
2: You know, yeah, uh, that, that'd be pretty funny. I've got my I've got my uh, Halloween John Carpenter soundtrack on the way already. Oh Jesus!
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I'll
2: uh, I'll, bring, I'll bring it with me next show. And we'll, well, don't worry about it, buddy. <laughs>
0: you can just keep it at home in your record player. Yeah, but that's all for us. We have given you over an hour of entertainment tonight, so we are signing off. And remember, listen to Sleazy.